What up? Welcome back to the Seller Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined as always by Glenn Enos Jr. and Mr. Giggles, Matthew Souza. What are you laughing at? Um, no, I forgot. I, I forgot to open the live stream, and then I almost announced that as soon as you started the podcast. And I was like, wow, that would have been a funny intro. Yeah, nice that botched been, intro. Women hilarious. Uh, thanks for not doing that. Mr. Giggles. Mr. Giggles. Uh, all right, all right. Guys, we're all one and one. Let's just get that out of the way. Uh, I lost in three leagues. Me too. Um, me too. I'm a, I'm a good one and one, though. Like, I'm coming off a win, so I got momentum. You got Mo on your team? I got Mo on my side. I don't. I got you got, you got more problems. Well, <sighs> me and Mason had Mo into this week, and we both lost. So, what does Mo actually do for you? Nothing. Susan, Glenn, how were you feeling last night? When before the games, during, after? Just give me like, like. Going into Monday night, how good do you think your chances were? I wasn't I wasn't optimistic about it. Um, because after what Thielen did week one, like five points. After what I know Goddard can do, I was giving Goddard 10. And that's pretty much what he got. For context, and, uh, for context I had a three-point <clears throat> lead going into Monday night against Sousa. With Dallas Goddard left for my team, he had Adam Thielen left on his yeah. team. Yeah, Thielen needed three more than Goddard, and I wasn't feeling the best about it, honestly. And then the really the that's just obviously being pessimistic naturally. But then there's the whole Kirk Cousins on prime time that I was worried about. Um, but I knew it could happen. Like I know Thielen can get touchdowns. Goddard's a tight end. Tight ends can stink. So I knew it was very possible that Thielen could have done it, but he just didn't. And it was a tough pill to swallow. And the worst part about losing any matchup, at least this is for me, is I look at every little thing, every little instance that could or almost went a different direction that would have, you know, changed everything. And that's cock and ball torture, really. And that's why losing takes so much more out of you than winning gives you. Because when I win, or if anyone wins, it's like, oh, cool. Like, you know, that's what should have happened, right? And then you move on. You lose, you dwell on it. And then it just it's it ruins your weekend. You're thinking about it the next day. So, yeah, losing sucks. Yeah, well, somebody had to lose. And uh, it wasn't going to be me until about five minutes left in the fourth quarter where Kirk Cousins realized that he had Adam Thielen on his team. And <laughs> yeah, he started nice. going to him. And then he almost got a touchdown, and I almost slammed my head against the wall. Luckily. Yeah, that would have sealed it. For my wall and my head, that didn't happen. Um, Mason? Dude. Uh, so, all right. Here's the thing, right? So, I, I played Gomes last week, uh, and Gomes, Gomes has a good team. But my problem is that. God fucking damn it. The stupid Ravens, bro. Oh my God. Also, because look, 
Gomes had Tyreek Hill, and I have Tyreek Hill in another league. So ultimately, I was pissed. Mm. Uh, but not as pissed as I could have been, right? And going into Monday night, I was down by seven, and he had Derrick Henry and Dawson Knox, and I had Kirk. And that was it. Um, so I needed them to outscore them by seven. And the thing was, is going into halftime, uh, there was – Kirk had, I think, seven or eight points. And I was down 108 to 92. And basically, Derrick Henry and Dawson Knox stayed where they were. So I was like, okay, I need 16 points in the second half. That's That's doable. He can do that. And then Kirk Cousins came out, and I'm not referring to him as Kirk Cousins because he's Kirk. He is Kirk. Until he proves me otherwise in prime time. If the Super Bowl was at 1 o'clock on a random afternoon, Kirk Cousins would be a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. He might be multi-Super Bowl MVP quarterback, but it's not. It's on prime time. And what does Kirk, sorry, Kirk do? In primetime games, he fucking packs his diaper full. Um, so, yeah, he came out of halftime. He threw three picks, basically lost me the game. Um, and then in Craig's League, bro, going in, going into Monday night, I was playing Brendan. I was up by 15, right? Now, Brendan had – I didn't have anyone left. Brendan had Dalvin Cook. And Devonta Smith. All right. Now, here's the thing. I assumed I was going to lose. Right. I was like, you know, he's got two guys. Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs in the league. Devonta Smith, whatever. He'll probably get like five or six points. I ended up losing to Brennan by one. Devonta Smith was the reason why I lost. My man got 12 points. Dalvin Cook got 4.7. Now, listen. Would I have been mad if I had lost still? Yes, but it would have been a hell of a lot easier to swallow that loss if Dalvin Cook wasn't, or if Devonta Smith wasn't the reason why I lost that game. A sorry-ass motherfucker like him. That guy who got a goose egg in fucking week one. Also, special shout-out to Kyler Murray. I'm glad that that the three people I played against this past week all had his dumb ass. This little small fry ass. I can say that as a fellow small short fry. man. Also, shout out to you guys for losing your QB next week when Call of Duty comes out. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and fuck you, Raiders, for allowing that absolutely yeah. insane yeah. rushing touchdown that he scored because that was literally the reason why I lost to Brendan. If he doesn't score that goddamn rushing touch, or if he doesn't get the two-point conversion, I win. But... You know, Raiders had to throw the game. Thanks, Josh McDaniels. Appreciate it, dude. So glad you left. Fucking asshole. Um, sorry, I didn't get it off my chest. That's all right. I am a, I'm, I'm a complete 180 from last week. Like I said, week one, I wanted to die because my team sucked. Cowboys sucked. Dak got hurt. Week two, my team wins. Cowboys wins. Cooper Rush better than Dak. So, um, uh, momentum carried into oh. next week. Let's we'll see what next week brings. 
we got a we got a lot to cover. So let's get right into it. This is the news with Sousa. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, so let's just start off with the big one. Trey Lance is done. Done. His ankle popped out of his sock, and he's gonna need season ending uh season ending surgery. And uh that's it. Two weeks or one and a half weeks is all you got out of him. And uh the smile couldn't be bigger on Jimmy Garoppolo's face following that injury while he was still getting carted off. And you know, he came in, he did the thing, and that's why they paid him big money to be a backup because you never know, especially in San Francisco. Well, in San Francisco, you do know someone's going to get hurt because uh, that's just what happens. And I don't get it. That's just what happens. But it sucks because he could have been the next Jalen Hurts. But when he realized that he's on Friars team, you're like, well, you know, he's living. Hello. So he's alive. He's alive. Still getting paid more than we are in our lifetimes. So, yeah, no, that sucks, though. That was his time. That was his time to shine. His season to shine. But well, what does it mean for fantasy? I think it's fine. I mean, all the you know, Kittle, Debo, we are already used to him with with Garoppolo. So I think their value stays as expected, and it probably helps the running game a little more because Trey Lance isn't gonna, you know, vulture touchdowns. Just Debo. So, just Debo. Uh, so that's good, I guess. Yeah, good that he broke his ankle. <laughs> um, oh, Dalton man. Schultz got hurt. He has a PCL issue in his right knee. And right now it's unclear if, well, I don't have any recent updates, I don't think. This is unclear if he's going to, if he can miss time. I think he will miss time. I just don't know how long. So Dalton Schultz, probably not playing. Jerry Judy's day-to-day after dealing with a chest-slash-sternum injury. He was taken out of last this past week's game. And he's day-to-day. One second Glenn. back to Dalton Schultz. I saw um, Cowboys coverage say that he has a PCL injury, which is similar to what Zeke struggled with all through last year. Zeke played every game through it, but obviously wasn't the same. Uh, if Dalton Schultz does the same, I mean, he doesn't carry the same workload as a running back does, but – who knows? He might be playing hurt because the Cowboys love to play their hurt guys. So, yeah, just be, so. be cautious with Dalton Schultz. Um, James Conner had an injury scare. Um, they kept him off the field this last game um, after he started, but it's not considered long term or serious. So, uh, he remained in uniform throughout the game. They just wasn't used, probably because uh, they suck. Cardinals suck. They didn't think they were going to need him. But monitor that. He's questionable right now. Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans wanted to throw some fists. He got up in Marshawn Lattimore's face, shoved him to the ground because Tom Brady was having an episode, and Evans thought he was in danger. And so he suspended one game. So, How do you feel about that? I think it makes me shake my head a little bit. It almost reminds me of, like, OBJ's little uh, – tantrums i don't think it was i don't think that was called for at all it's not like i don't even think he touched brady or anything they were just kind of in his face you don't think you don't think mike evans deserves his one game suspension or he does oh no yeah i i did yeah i well i i never thought about 
the punishment. I just think it was a stupid thing for him to do. Uh, one game, yeah, that's fair. He appealed it today, but as of now, as we're recording, I don't think there's an outcome on the appeal yet, so we'll see. Um, Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans are like mixing fire and ice whenever they're on the field. Something yeah. happens. And if you started Mike Evans and you want a little bit more out of him, he screwed you. One could say he fucked you. That's right. But I'm not going to say that because there are worse players to be fucked or to fuck you. Right. And then you got Julio who didn't play and Godwin was out. And we don't know who's going to who's gonna be the guy. We don't know who's going to be playing this week. I think they signed Cole Beasley, which isn't a good sign for the health of their wide receivers which ultimately leads to some serious questions about Brady this week. I mean, he had some of those weapons past two weeks. I think he hasn't scored more than 10 points yet. What is he going to do without them? Probably not that much better. So I'd be a little weary about playing Tom Brady. But what if your name's Craig? If your name's Craig and you're trying to get more than 70 points this week, you probably should try to pick up Tua. You think you should drop 200 fab on him? Because I certain Jake Fryer might do the same. No, Jake already Fryer picked up Tannehill. Yeah, who got last, for fucking last night Malik, or something? Malik Collins last night, whatever the fuck his name is. It's not no, Collins. isn't that the kid in o- Las Vegas in who, uh, who, who, oh. who was the next Devontae Adams? It's Malik it's something. Not- I forgot his last name, but he came in last night. The rookie. Yeah, I was watching um, the Vikings. I didn't even see the end of that game. Yeah. I just kept getting alerts that Stephon Diggs scored. That's all I knew. Yeah. It's pain. Yeah, it's weird with Tua. It's like, do you really buy into that? That was one hell of a game, and you know he's capable of it, which is a great sign. But when how how much is that going to come through on a week-to-week basis? He's got the weapons, which is nice. So I think he's worth picking up, but I don't think he's going to just be a plug and play every week. I think he's going to, you know, surprise some people. People who people who buy into him, he's going to he's going to let them down at some point. Through two weeks, the top passing leaders are two attack of Iloa, Carson Wentz, and Joe Flacco, and it's twenty twenty two. I don't know what to say anymore. Yeah, I know. All I got to say is, yeah, and that's that's it for me. Um, Alvin Kamara didn't play. I don't have any updates on his injury. Yeah, he had to throw that in there, right? He had to throw that in there, right? He had to throw that in there. It's just injury news. Alvin Kamara didn't play. That's not. I mentioned God. Glenn has Godwin. I mentioned him not being out and everything. Yeah, well, Glenn won. So (laughs) fair enough. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Y'all done the news? Yeah. Well, that was the news this week. Um, Tell us of the week are brought to oh. you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman started. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just. What are we laughing at? Gomes in the chat? No. Yeah, yeah but I. I said it in the chat. I said "fuck you" in all chat in all caps, and it says, "Hey, your message is being checked by mods." There's nothing said. Oh my God, Mason! You can't do that. So uh, I, I have by BD Gomes twenty four. 
Mason, you had me by the liner. No, the weenier. <laughs> Winnier. You had me by the winnier for a while, but I came back and ate your star, star, star. I'm guessing that's ass. It's ass. It is. I see it on my screen. Yeah, I, have pro- I have profanity block because I'm an intellectual. Oh, because um, you're a good Christian boy. Right. <laughs> Stella Stars of the Week. Stella Stars of the Week. Yep. Ready to rumble vibrators. What else? Buzz, buzz. Uh, I'm just going to start it, Susan. I'm just going to start know. it. Just get it over with. My stellar star of the week for week two is none other than the guy who single-handedly carried my ass to a victory. Amon Ra, St. Brown. Salute the sun. Salute the sun. He is the sun god. He is the tablet of Amon Ra. And he got 34.9 points in fantasy this week and half point PPR. On nine receptions, 116 yards, and a pair of voluptuous TDs. And he also had 68 rushing yards. Yeah, it's about 6.8 points, just enough to get the win over me. Since you oh, beat me by less than 6.3. Isn't that oh. something? The wide receiver's rushing yards is, among other you know, things, made the difference. You know what I say? Everything happens for a reason. I'm still waiting for that reason. I got a bunch of receipts that I need answers for. I'll tell you when you're older. Uh, Mason. Um, you know what? My stellar seller, stellar seller, stellar seller, my seller star of the week would be uh, Lamar Jackson. But the Ravens are a bunch of choke artist boo-boo babies. So it's not him. Instead, it's the guy who actually ate my ass last week, Tyreek Hill. Um, ate my ass. That's that, saying, I don't, it always gets me. And for that, like, no, but that, that's like you say, you know, that, you know that picture ass. of Zeke with the big spoon? <laughs> Just instead of the cereal bowl, it was me on the table. But we're going to think about the context of ate your ass. Like you're saying, he ate my ass last week. Like you did something <laughs> to him. But it's like, yeah, no, that's, he, he that's, that's what I'm laughing at. Right. Like this, by what you're that saying. doesn't necessarily. No, <laughs> not like, that I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> not that I'm into it, but it doesn't necessarily sound like a punishment. If that—that's what I'm. Trying. <laughs> yeah, you want to be the guy who got your ass eat, not being <laughs> the one who eats. Not, ass. not if you're not into it. Though. But it's so I funny. Mean, it's funny though. It sounds. Ty- right. It sounds like you think Tyree Kill had a you know plan thought out to come eat your ass on Sunday. Well, he definitely had a plan thought out to go if break Mace, his kid's arm. That's if, Mace, if Mason said, I made him eat my ass, that's different. Yeah. Okay. So that's, he that's, just... that's rape. <laughs> <You can't... laughs> yeah, that, that is just that's sexual true. assault. That's not great. Yeah, no. Um, well, regardless, uh, we don't have to go comb into the minutiae of this any further. This like motherfucker... By, by the way... I'm pretty sure that he did almost all of this in one quarter. I think going into the fourth quarter, he had like eight points. Maybe like and five then, minutes. And then he he went going into the fourth quarter, he had eight points, and he finished with 36.5. Um, and if that's not a testament to how bad the Ravens are, I don't know what is. Oh, my God, is if I couldn't hate those fuckers anymore, then I already do. Anyway. So you hope, so you hope the Patriots beat him this week? They're playing the Ravens this week? Pretty sure they are. I really hope not. That's a loss. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 
he had 11 receptions for 190 yards, two TDs. Uh, yeah, there's not really much to say. As you can't, as you can probably tell, I'm angry. See, the thing is that annoyed me is that in the league that I have him, do you want to do you want to know what the final score of my game was? No. Nah. I beat the dude 171 to 121. I did not need him to get me 42 points because it's full PBR in that league. I did not need that. So you didn't need to get your ass eaten? No. I did not need I – di- I didn't. It makes you feel better. It got me a win in another Susa, league. I can assure you that without a doubt, unequivocally, 100%, it did not make me feel better. <laughs> well, there are a lot of good candidates still Happy out there. for you. Very but, happy for you. Bless up, King. Did not help me in the slightest. Um, actually, never mind. I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of another another instance. Um, anyway, this is oh, one of the sucks. moments of I had. A, I wish I had a punch in button on my motherfucking camera because I would have just oh. if my face would have just, just been this. <laughs> <laughs> there it is on the live stream oh, um, <laughs> so like there are um like i said there are still a lot of great candidates on here but you would be a fool if you didn't bring up the league high score or the week high score this week and that's lamar jackson you gotta talk about him. oh don't give him any credit don't give that team any credit they they lost he did well okay I was going to say, he didn't lose the defense loss, but he did go cold in the second half, like fourth quarter. Yeah. They didn't do anything. Yeah, he turned into a running back again. Well, wow. before he went cold, he threw for 318 yards and three touchdowns. That's a great quarterback performance. He also ran nine times. For 119 yards and a rushing touchdown. That's a great running back performance. Combine the two and you get a cheat code. Hmm. Lamar Jackson finished with 42.62 fantasy points in a four point per passing touchdown league. Very almost unheard of. There are a few who have done more than that, like a Peyton Manning in years past, but that is an absurd number. That's what Lamar Jackson's capable of. That's why people drafted him and Basically, if you played him, you won. Basically? I mean, I played a guy who had Lamar Jackson this week, and I lost. So, not unfortunately, my luck isn't there against Lamar Jackson. But I, I feel like everybody who had Lamar Jackson <laughs> probably won. I mean, if you lose with Lamar Jackson, how bad is your fucking team? I, that's, that's the theory. Um, not just as Souza meant that towards me. Oh, he definitely did. He definitely did. No, we talked about uh, it the podcast, and that's so that's it. I mean, unequivocally, a stellar star of the week. Crazy honorable mention. Um, the guy I should have drafted, Stefan Diggs, me too. Um, is me yeah, the guy who should have went fucking number one overall, apparently, because he is. He's eating ass. <laughs> put it, to, put it into, uh, to put it into terms. And yeah. Yeah. It's not right. And it's in our right. league, Brendan, Brendan Borges, 
has him and Josh Allen. And that reminds me, I got to pay his ass again for a weekly high score. And you don't have to. You can send it to me and then I'll say right, I'll, I'll do you know. that. I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, you can send it to me too. Because remember, I was projected for the most points at one point. Thanks for jinxing that, by the way. Think about it. If I didn't pass on Diggs, sorry, Brennan wouldn't have that money, so I should probably get at least the majority of that. Yeah, technically, you should well, split the 25 to everyone who passed on Diggs. So the rest of the league gets the money. Brennan doesn't get shit. Right. That's fair. Okay. I'll tell um, him that. That I was still a week. Is he? What's his name? Yeah, right. Jay Sear. That's, That's him? Brendan? I think so. I thought that was Jake Bailey. No. Jay Sear. I mean, who are you? Yeah. Show yourself. <laughs> Show yourself. <laughs> Just put him I on the glass. First name, last name, social security number, credit card number, and the security code on the back. Yep. Um, that was Star Week. Sorry. Brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrator. Finish the job that your man or woman started. And hopefully they finish by eating your ass. Um, Mason. Fuck. Of the... Of the what? Of the week. Okay, thank you. Wait, wait, wait. There we go. My mic switched for a second there. I don't know it's why. Because you yanked it out of your computer. No, it didn't. No, it's still it's still in there. It's still in there. It's still chilling. No. Um. Anyway, uh, this week's fuck of the week is Whoa. is a guy. Our what? sponsor. Oh fuck! You're right. We're losing money. Uh. It's, oh shit. Um. This week's sponsor and every week's sponsor is none other. And PB and J Lube. If you're gonna get fucked, you might as well use Lube. Once again, the, well. the slogan is not. It might as well taste good. People get that confused. That's not it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this week's fuck of the week is Dalvin Cookington, the first, <laughs> assumedly the first of his name. First of his name. House. Of um. Cook. So listen. My man scored 5.6 points, which, look, where you drafted Dalvin Cook, man, that is fuck-worthy. Yeah, especially wasn't as over Stephon Diggs. Wasn't as bad as last week. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't as bad as last week where we had a few people who were drafted relatively high putting up goose eggs uh, at Cam Akers. But Dalvin Cook, man, just wasn't it this week. He had six carries for 17 yards. Ew! And four receptions for 19 yards. But don't worry, still gave Brendan enough to beat me by one. Fucker. But did not give Fryer enough to beat Jake Aronson. Facts. That's what matters. Silver linings. There's some things you hate to see. And then there's some things you just love to see. Like Jake Fryer with an 0-2 star. Tickles me. It eats my ass. If you know. <laughs> There we go. There's the running joke. I'm, 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 I'm getting the the name of this episode is popping into my head. It's becoming more clearer by the second. Yeah, it's called two a time. <laughs> um, yeah, he fucked it. He fucked it good, especially if you're looking for a Monday night miracle. You have your stud playing on Monday night, and uh, you want him to get not five points because you probably need more than five points. 
if you're relying on Dalvin Cook for Monday night. Yeah, if he doesn't knock this shit off, we're going to be talking about him tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, next week. Next week. Why, why, why tomorrow? Oh. All right. Miss. Uh, yeah, that was that was fuck of the week brought to you by PBJ Loop. If you're gonna get fucked, you might as well use Loop. Game show time. Ooh. Yeah, it's time for everybody's favorite game. It's time for gas. <laughs> Oh, or cash. Um, (laughs) Gas or cash. The way this works, ladies and gentlemen, is that after two weeks of football, we're kind of still feeling out the league. We, We need to know what teams are good, what teams look bad, and if this is something, you know, a trend to continue. But since this is a fantasy football podcast, we're talking about fantasy football players. So after two weeks, guys that have performed pretty well and usually aren't your typical studs, um, we have to determine if it is gas, which means it's just the first two weeks of the season and it won't continue for the rest of the year. So don't even bother getting your hopes up. You might as well sell high on these fucking losers. Or it's cash, which means... This is who that guy is and who he will continue to be for the rest of the 2022 season. So, if I pull out the list of names right here. All right, question, question. Yep. Are, we just going, are we just going rapid fire? No, I'm going I'm to say the name, and then you guys are going to answer, and then I'm going to give my answer. And then we can discuss why or why not. If we all agree, then... We can briefly, you know, summarize if we like to, you know, if we have conflicting views and we can say why we think this person's gas, this person's cash or yada, yada, yada. Or we can, you know, attack each other personally for disagreeing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. You put Perfect. a plague onto your house, you know. Okay. That's what I just wanted to make sure that we were definitely on the same page for doing that. Right. Uh, okay. Cool. Um, let's start out with right now the best wide receiver on America's team, Noah Brown. Noah Brown, in two weeks of fantasy football action, let's see. Week one against Tampa Bay, he finished with five receptions for 68 yards and a 9.3 fantasy points. He was a leading receiver in a Cowboys offense that did absolute shit in week one. Week two against Cincinnati, he has five receptions again for 91 yards this time and a tutty totaling at 17 points. Noel Brown, is he gas or is he cash? Gas. Yes. Susan? Um, gas. Why, why did you think about it that hard? I didn't the see fourth wide receiver on that team. I didn't know who this guy was. If I didn't know if he was a rookie or not, but he's not. And I'm not going to believe that this is the year he's going to break out. And uh, once Gall- Gallup comes back, 
I think maybe he'll he'll fizzle out. We've seen this kind of stuff before. Rondale Moore last year had a great two weeks. One may have traded him for James Conner. And then the rest of the year, let me just show you. Uh, Rondale Moore is always the example I go to. Uh, Eight, go- nine go points week one, 21 week two, and then he averaged like three after that. Gom said gas, like check your pants after type of gas. Wow. That's bad. Well, he also thinks the Cowboys are still tools. So there's a little bias there. Yeah. But I'm going to say gas. Let's say, uh, let's see what our resident Cowboys fan says. I'm going to say gas. I like Noah Brown. I do. But on an offense that right now has Cooper Rush, don't know when Dak's going to be coming back. Don't know how consistent the passing game is going to be. I mean, Cooper Rush gave him the best game of his, of his year so far. He has, but it's a small sample size, only one game. Yeah. C- CD is going to be the guy who's going to be getting double cover, triple cover, which is going to leave guys like Noah Brown open. I think he has a chance to be decent. Like, I think you're okay rolling him out as a flex in deep leagues. But I don't know if it's it, – like, I'm not saying he's going to break out. But this, this, if you start him, you have to be cautious that he's probably might have a week where he gets two points or three points. Yeah. And does less what he's supposed to do, especially once Michael Gallup returns. But we don't know when Michael Gallup's going to return. And I don't think it's going to, I think Dak comes back before Michael Gallup does. Damn. And I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen because and they, go ahead. I was going to say, we got to remember Amari Cooper's out of town and left a lot of vacant targets. So right. maybe Noah Brown's the beneficiary of this, and he's going to be that that reliable second guy in the offense, especially if Gallup can't get his shit together. So there's a chance that it's cash. There's a chance. I think he's worth looking now, at. He's worth looking at. For now, I'm saying cash. Don't count on it. Um, Make sure to check, check your pants, too. Yeah, check your pants. Next name. I want to say is a quarterback by the name of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz currently second in the league in passing yards and two games with the Washington commanders. He's the number four quarterback overall. And he has 28 points in week one against Jacksonville and 27 points in week two against Detroit. Is this gas or cash? Gas. Susan? Oh, I wasn't sure if Mason was going to. Oh, I can elaborate if you want. I thought that we were going to just get our opinions out and then go. But... Get our opinions out first and then. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Susan, go. <laughs> Honestly, this is tough. It's really not. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You never know, no, though. What do you mean? <laughs> Bro, come on. He has a soft schedule this year. Yeah. and Giants, Atlanta, played... Houston, Philly, Minnesota, Bears, Carson. Okay, White. so he has, he has a good start to the season. I'm going to say cash. Oh, my – Maybe I'm not gonna, 25 plus every week. Don't you dare. 18, 18 or more. I think he could be a weekly start. I'm going to say. Oh, God. 
pass as well. Oh, amazing. Can't believe it. All right. (laughs) I think. Glenn Glenn is the number one Carson Wentz hater. Did he fucking pay you off? Did he pay your fantasy dues? Like, what? what? He may have eaten his ass. Listen, (laughs) he may have eaten my ass. But I think now. With the talent that he has around him in Washington, as far as skill position goes, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, Antonio Gibson, Logan even Thomas, Tuckins, even Logan Thomas catching a touchdown this week. And as bad as that Washington defense is, Carson Wentz is going to have to throw the ball because we know as good as Antonio Gibson is, and he's better than Josh Jacobs, he's not going to be getting fucking 20 carries a game. He's only going to be getting them goal line rushes, and he's probably going to average about 40 to 60 yards a game at best. Carson Wentz is going to have to throw the ball, and in fantasy, that's all you need. I don't think he's, you know, obviously, like Susan said, I don't think he's going to have the string of 20-point games going, but I think if you're on a bye week or you have a quarterback who goes down, like a Dak or a Trey Lance, why not roll out Carson Wentz? I have more faith in him than I do someone like a Matt Ryan or a aluminum foil. How about Tua? <laughs> Carson Wentz or Tua? Carson Wentz or Tua? We haven't talked about Tua yet. That's No, I like Tua better. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I like I, – I don't mind Carson Wentz. And if you're rolling him out there as a quarterback, honestly, okay. In yeah. the past, he hasn't had the talent to sustain, you know, good fantasy value. But as long as everyone stays healthy, Gibson has a record of getting hurt. Terry has a record of missing games. We know Curtis Samuel fucking gets hurt. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. But Commanders, Riverboat Ron, Mason, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just don't see it. Like, it's Carson Wentz. I know. I know it sounds gross, Mason. Believe me. It sounds like – I don't know what it sounds like, but it, it, it doesn't sound good. Dog, if you well, think that Carson Wentz is going to – you're going to be able to plug him into your lineup and he's going to be able to consistently get you 20 points, there's no shot. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he's going to be serviceable. I'm saying – he will be a guy who, when you know, all the top quarterbacks are taken, you need to fill in a bye week. If you just want to roll them out and plug and play them, go ahead. Because through two weeks, it's better than most quarterbacks in the league. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, two my weeks. It's two, two weeks. weeks. Oh, this is gas or cash. It's what we see to come. And I think there's going to be a lot of the same. Just, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's – I think he will have better games throughout the season – then he has bad games. I'm out. I'm out on Carson Wentz. No, absolutely. There will be there will be more. And Craig is hitting the nail on the head. Would you rather Carson Wentz or would you rather Kirk Cousins? Are we serious? Are we serious, my brother? Yes. You know what the difference is? I think Carson Wentz doesn't play in pot in, in uh, primetime games. That's the difference. They should just make the Vikings play at one o'clock or four o'clock every week 
and they'll be fine. Kirk is fine. He'll, put, he'll give you 20 points. The problem is he becomes a little pee-pee pants doo-doo baby every time he has to go under the bright lights. Okay? Did you say That's that earlier in this podcast? What? Pee-pee pants doo-doo baby? Yeah. No. I said... I think he said about like the Ravens losing I said that game or something. Lamar Jackson was a choke artist boo-boo baby. Ah, all right. I was close. Or something. Not like a pee pee pants boo baby. Pee pee pants. No, pee pee <laughs> pants doo doo baby. The big oh. difference. Right. Yeah, well, only time will tell. Um, anyway, I'd rather have Kirk. Offense is proven. Like, what uh, do you mean? I don't know. Commanders look hot. Oh, my God. Are you guys hot. kidding me right the now? Only, dude, the only guy in the, on Minnesota's offense right here is Justin Jefferson. Because Kirk hasn't remembered that he's racist. Yeah, he didn't remember that last night. Until uh, the very, till the very end. Till the very end. Um, right. I'm just gonna address the chat quick. Panacho says Souza wants Samuel. That's um, confidential. He also said, "What guys did Souza say was gas last year?" And the uh. answer he's looking for is Jamar Chase. <laughs> 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 and then Craig said, "Once is greater than Kirk." And that's why Craig won the toilet bowl last year. Oh, man. Oh, I need to step away for a second after that. <laughs> um, I'll give you my next name. This one should be easy, guys. I, did, I had to throw a couple easy ones in here for you. Uh, this was suggested by someone who owns this person. I think he just wanted to hear us talk about him. Of course. So I'm going to throw out Jalen Waddle. Gas or cash? Oh. Cash, bro. What the fuck? Cash money. Cash money. And obviously, when we say cash, we mean this. Obviously, the 30-point outburst from Jalen Waddle um, is something that if you where you drafted him, you're like, holy shit, this is great. I love Jalen Waddle. But I don't think he's going to do that every game, but he's going to be consistent enough to be a steady wide receiver, too, with wide receiver one upside. And that's all you want from Jalen Waddle where you drafted him. I don't think I don't think this Miami offense is going away with how much I see them throw the ball and how little they run the ball. And Jalen Waddle's a big part of that. And so was Reek. Yeah. Cash. That was impressive. All right, let's move on. The next one is tight end for the Los Angeles. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tight end. Ooh. It actually is tight end for the Los Angeles. I was going to say Rams, but it's the Chargers. Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett in two games so far. Gerald. You mean the tight end four? Is tight end four with 12.9 points in week one and 10.1 points in week two. He has. He only had three receptions, 54 yards, and a touchdown week one. Week two, he had six receptions for 71 yards. Is it gas or is it cash? Microwave. This is gas. Fuck you. There's no way that old-ass Gerald Everett is. Craig, get out of the chat. Stop chirping me in the chat. I'm trying to give takes here, you fucking... You know who's older than Everett? Kelsey and Waller. You can't call him that old. 
God, dude. Are we really... What is wrong with you? I know he's uh, on your team, Susan. Take off your fucking rose-tinted glasses. Jeez. It depends how you would define gas or cash. Like, does this mean you're expecting to have three points or less the rest of the season? Or... No, is he going to consistently give you 10 points a week? Double digits. No. Okay. There you go. But I'm going to go with... I'm going with cash. In the sense that you can confidently play him every week. This is why you haven't got out of the fucking first round in 10 years. Jesus, 10 years? Mason. God! Mason's cutting throats tonight. Mason's, Mason's, Nobody is safe. Mason's, Mason's mad he lost this week. Nobody Holy is shit. safe. Um, 10 years is an exaggeration. But <laughs> here's the deal. But you're not wrong. Everett hasn't been on this good of a team he was with uh well he was on the rams but you know stafford's racist golf's racist they those teams and then then the seahawks teams that don't notoriously provide great tight ends jimmy graham when when jimmy graham on the seahawks bro when he was the most targeted tight end in the red zone Oh, come on. We're not going to talk about Seahawks Jimmy Graham as an elite talent. <laughs> what do you mean? He was good. He was good when he was like a top four, top three tight end. We're going to we're gonna bet this right now. Glenn, you talk about Gerald Everett. Really, when it comes down to it, I mean, there's only one thing I have to say. So, Moving how on. far back do we got to go? Uh, I don't. Jimmy Graham had a solid year in the Seahawks, tight end four, 2016. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Gerald Everett's a tight end four right now, too. Interesting. Wow. All right. Here's here's the deal. This this is giving me a fucking aneurysm. Here's the deal. Gerald Everett is athletic. Like, he's a guy who can catch, you know, 20 yard. Uh, passes and stuff, unlike some other tight ends, I think he will be serviceable. You know, I was happy when he had seven points this week. Once he hit seven, Glenn, I was like, all right, he did his job. Everything else is icing. So I think he can get that all day. I mean, the Chargers, Justin Herbert, it's a high-powered offense. They, they use their tight end, and uh, I think he's proven so far that he's a trusted option. Yeah, I think... Uh... <laughs> Gas. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um next. All right, Mason. We'll switch gears. <clears throat> next. I already know who it's gonna be. A wide receiver on the Jacksonville Jaguars by the name of Christian Kirk. And through two weeks, week one against Washington, he had six receptions for 117 yards. Last week, he had six receptions for 78, 78 yards and two TDs up here. And you still lost. I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm still good Kirk- enough to be your sorry ass, though, huh? Is Christian Kirk gas or cash? 
let Susa go first. Kirk. <laughs> Christian Kirk is doing the damn thing. He is. I have to go cash. Oh wow! How how big of you? I have to. Um, we've always heard of his talent, but it just never came through on the Cardinals. Now Jacksonville, first two weeks, he seems to be that number one guy there. Marvin Jones isn't doing much. Zay Jones, you know, solid like number two guy there. Kirk is, I mean, twelve targets, six targets. You like to see that target share. And he's still young, 25 years old. This could be his breakout. Mason? Cash. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Guys, Uh, what do I always say? Throw to uh, somebody. No, 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 no. No. Well, yeah. I mean, I I don't say that. I'm saying... That's not the exact verbiage that I use. Okay. It's uh, oh my somebody's got to catch the ball. Somebody's uh, got to catch the ball. Okay. I was, I was right. I just nah, said it wrong. If you would have wrote, nah. wrote that and fill in the blank, <laughs> uh, somebody's got to catch the ball. They got to throw yeah, it. Fuck off. Fuck. Well, because they could throw whoever they want, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to get the catch. Somebody's got to catch it, though. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say cash. Wow. <clears throat> That's it. Evan Ingram's been catching some balls. Uh, um, get out. Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about him on this podcast. <laughs> the Jaguars. We don't talk about him in my parents' basement. We don't talk about him anywhere. Um, Christian Kirk was cash. Much as I hate to admit it. Yeah, I never believed in him. God, now I have to trade him. We unanimously said he was cash. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I'd sell high from right now. See if you can get dicks. <laughs> yeah, you're um, right. I mean, Brennan's a homer. Jags homer. Brennan, if you're in the chat, uh, I'll trade you Christian Kirk for uh, Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. Straight up. Wow. That's an offer you can't refuse. Actually... Christian Kirk and Trevor Lawrence. Oh my for, God! For That's the stack he. That's the stack he wants. <laughs> the stack he needs. Yeah. That's a league winning stack right there. All right, so we all agree Christian Kirk is cash. cash but this league. next guy. This next guy. Uh, I don't know. He's a wide receiver from the Arizona Cardinals. Top waiver wire ad, possibly, and uh, I shouldn't say top waiver, but he was one of the top waiver wire ads in week two. He's coming on the scene. Mr. Greg Dorch, a.k.a. Dorcher Chamber, a.k.a. Cock and Ball Dorcher. <laughs> Is Greg Dorch gas or cash? Week one, 9.8 fantasy points on seven receptions and 63 yards, nine targets. Week two. 13.5 fantasy points on four receptions, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Yes. I'm going to say cash for the time being until DeAndre Hopkins comes back. Hmm. hmm. I mean, that's that's kind of why I went with gas because this isn't going to be a long-term thing. 
got Rondell Moore who will come back soon. Then, of course, Hopkins. Um, I don't even think he's someone you can rely on in the meantime. I think starting him is very risky. I'd need to see it some more, I guess. But at that point, once you get some more samples, it's going to be maybe too late because then Moore will come back and then Hopkins will be back. I, I don't want the cock and ball torture. I'm staying away from that. Is he has he done better than Hollywood Brown in two games? Um, barely, but I think so. By like a point. Same. Just saying. No. Uh, let's see. Wait a minute. Twenty-three point one. Twenty-three point three. All right. By by two yards, Dorch is doing better than Brown. I mean, two yards, point zero two points. It's more. It's more. Um, I'm gonna say cash. I don't trust anyone else on the Cardinals right now. Nobody. Not flaccid dick hands, Hollywood Brown. Not Rondell Moore, who's supposed to come back, hasn't come back yet. Definitely not A.J. Green. The only guy through two weeks that I can trust is Dorcher Chamber. That's it. Why? Why? Because he had nine targets in week one, and he scored in week two. And I feel like the way he is lined up, in the slot more than on the outside than like Mar- Hollywood Brown or AJ Green. I feel like Kyler likes to throw to the slot receivers more, unless their name is DeAndre Hopkins, to where you have that talent and you could just throw it up to him. I don't like it. I don't like anyone else besides Dorch. I'm not Dorch. just saying that to bust balls. I don't know. I There's some Dorch. ball busting in there. I believe in Dorch. I believe in Dorch more than I believe in Rondell Moore. You're going to believe in him more than Hopkins, too, aren't you? I might, if Mason continues to own him. Cash! Greg Dorch! Would you go with Dorch or Thielen? Dorch! Dorch. Uh, Dorch is going to torch you if you if you play him. So, this is like, Gomes said, check your pants, gas. This is clear the room, gas. Like, get away from this. Unless you're into cock and Dorch. Uh, cock and ball torture. See, I trust I trust Kyler more than I trust Kurt. So I'm on the on the fence with trusting Kyler at this point. Why not? The Cardinals offense looks like shit until garbage time. It's all that matters. Garbage time still time. Kyler scores 25 points in two weeks. That's what I want him for. That's what I draft him for. Um Watch. Did we even talk about Garrett Wilson yet? No. He wanted him to go first, though. Yeah, well, he's going to have to wait his turn. He's going last. Um, Next is we're going to talk about wide receivers on the Ravens. I got two of them. One, we'll start with Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman, through two weeks on the Baltimore Ravens, if I can search his name, 
Go ahead, Giz. Who is this? Rashad Bateman. Oh, yeah. Week, week one, he only had two receptions for 59 yards and a touchdown. Week two, he only had four receptions for 108 yards and a touchdown. 12.9 fantasy points week one, 18.8 fantasy points week two. Rashad Bateman, is he gas or cash? This is tricky because, to Mason's point, somebody's got to catch the ball, whether you trust these names or not. But when I watch the Ravens, I mean, two receptions, four receptions. You're watching the whole game. You barely see your guy. And then all of a sudden, one play, 60-yard touchdown, saves the whole week on one, dare I say it, lucky play. Something you can't count on week in, week out. He's definitely not a volume guy, but he's doing it. He got to call him the, the wide receiver one there, unless you want to say Duvernay. But if, they, if someone's got to catch the ball, I say cash to bait risky cash maybe blood money but it's cash um i'm of the opinion i'm assuming that the other shoe to drop with like the other wide receiver is uh duvernay i'm assuming that's the next guy okay um if i had to make an assessment on those guys, if I'm if I have to pick between the two, I think Rashad Bateman is the safer pick because let's be honest, Duvernay this past week <clears throat> wouldn't really have done anything either if it wasn't for that kickoff return touchdown that he had early in the game. Uh, I think the bottom line. So if I have to pick between the two, I like Bateman better, but ultimately I'm going uh, I'm going gas. On both these guys, because to be honest with you, I don't think that throwing the ball to wide receivers is the strength of the Baltimore Ravens offense. It hasn't been the strength of their offense for years now. Throwing the ball to the tight ends is uh, the strength of the offense and running the ball. Hence why Lamar Jackson had 42 points this week. And how many rushing yards did he have, Suzo? 119. Exactly. There you go. Now, are you occasionally going to get these games where, you know, Lamar throws a home run ball to one of these guys or maybe twice because they still do have a high-powered offense? Yes. <clears throat> yes. Excuse me. But I think the thing is, is it's more of a dart throw between when that's going to happen and then also, uh, you know, which guy it's going to be. I think more often than not, it'll probably be Bateman because I think he's the better player of the two. But ultimately, I'm going gas. It's it's a little high risk, high reward. I think he's a I think he's gonna be a boom bust guy. Oh, for and, sure. And the stat that I'm gonna use for that is his yards per completion. Bateman, week one, yards per catch, 29 and a half, 27 in week two. So like these are huge chunks that if you don't get if you don't get those plays, or maybe they're in completions, then he's just gonna throw up three points. And you're gonna have to live with that. Um, Devin Duvernay, for example, also had 19.4 fantasy points in week one, 
on four catches for 54 yards and a pair of TDs. Week two, obviously the big kick return, gets him six, finishes with 11 on two receptions for 42 yards. I think uh, Mason's right. I think they are both gas. And I think um, from here on out, it's going to be either one or the other. One of them is going to score and one of them is not going to score. And it's going to go back and forth. I don't think there's a clear-cut wide receiver one. And if there is a clear-cut wide receiver one, his name is Mark Andrews. Um, not these guys. Uh, they have boom potential based on that deep throw from Lamar once a game, maybe twice a game. I just don't think it's something you can count on with Gil and Gil. Yeah. So gas for both of them. If you have them, sell them high right now. But not with Jake Fryer because he'll try to rape you. Um, moving on back to the Dolphins we talked about Jalen Waddle but I want to talk about the guy throwing him the ball and that is quarterback Tua tackled by Loa Tua in two weeks to the 2022 season Finishes week one, 14.8 points against New England, 270 yards and a touchdown. You're like, oh, all right, whatever. That's Tua. Week two, he kind of puts his dick on the table and puts the aluminum foil over it. Um, 50 attempted passes. You can say it's because of game strip and they were behind. 36 completions, 469 yards, and six touchdowns, totaling at 38.8 fantasy points. Is Tua Tagovailoa gas or cash? I think it's cash. Agree. And... You know, it's hard to really project a full season with any of these names, but the talent is there. And I think that's what it's going to come down to. Waddle and Hill. Hill can take a slant to the house. So can Waddle. Um, apparently, he's the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. Some people um, and he actually had some nice passes in that last game to Tyreek um, f- uh, for those big touchdowns. I mean, this was an outstanding performance that you can't rely on, but I think he's going to be a, a guy that you should own and uh, you can confidently play in the right matchups. And he might even be safe in any matchup. I think that's a very good chance of that happening. He's a lefty. I'm not, uh, I'm not going that far. You said Cash Mason? Uh, yes, I'm going cash as well. Um, do I think that he's going to be putting up like the absolute insane game that he put up this past week? No, but I think ultimately uh, how you feel about Carson Wentz is how I feel about Tua. Where, But I think his ceiling is honestly higher than that. So like Carson Wentz, I think you saw his ceiling kind of like this past week. Like 25 to... 30 points tops. But I think Tua ultimately can 
go potentially above that uh, just due to that offense. Um, you know, Jalen Waddle obviously is a fantastic wide receiver. And then Tyreek Hill can literally make something out of anything. Um, to mention Tua can run. Uh, Mike Gusecki's not a bad tight end. They have weapons. They have, they are, they have the capability to be a high powered offense. Obviously we haven't seen it, uh, or at least not consistently, but now that Tyreek Hill's there, I think we will see it more consistently. And I think that'll result in Tua being more consistent and having potential to give you a 30 plus game here or there. I'm going to say cash. I wasn't a tour believer. I, I, I said a tour believer. Um, tour believer. Going into the season, I thought lower your expectations for Tyree Kill, lower them for Jalen Waddle, because I don't think it, I don't think two is that guy. And in two weeks, he might be that guy. Tyree Kill, you could argue, is more consistent through two weeks than. You know, he was with the Chiefs through two weeks. I'm not going to say it's going to be a thing going forward, but, I mean, with him being the best option, Jalen Waddle being there, the run game in Miami doesn't impress me. We saw Chase Edmonds week one. We saw more Raheem Mostert in week two. They're going to be in games where they're going to have to throw. Don't be surprised in this next game where they face Buffalo if the same thing doesn't happen to them. And Tua is forced to throw the ball 50 times again. And Tyree Kill, waddle those guys who can break loose and take one to the house. Yep, we saw what Tyree can do to the Bills defense last year in the playoffs. Right. It's uh it's I'm a gonna say cash weapon. for Tua. I think another guy like Wentz, you got him, you know, to replace an injured guy, or if you're not sure about your quarterback, like you're on Kirk Cousins or right now Russell Wilson. Um, why not roll out to it? All right, um, couple more wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons, the rookie Drake London. Drake London through two games in 2022. Finishes week one against New Orleans with 9.9 fantasy points on five receptions for 74 yards. Last week against the Rams in L.A., he has 20.6 points on eight receptions for 86 yards and a touchdown and running water in the background. Man. Who are we talking about? Talking about Drake London. Drake London hit the cha-ching button on my on my dude, Mister right. London. I'll do it. That's cash for me. Yeah. I'm very impressed with him. Everyone knew he was capable of it. You don't. This is like a whole new age of 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 rookie talent right here. I mean, the last couple of years, maybe the last two or three years, these rookie receivers have been like on from the jump day one. Just lighten up the world. When before with your, you know, DJ Moore's, um, I got like back. It was only like OBJ and Mike Evans were like the only rookie receivers to actually produce right away. Everyone else took either a half a season or even to the next year. But right now, with London and and Dotson, uh, Justin Jefferson, 
It's like these guys are crazy. And London did it. And with uh, a Mariota-led offense, so far, he seems to be the guy. I mean, they're not thrown to the tight end. The running game's not, you know, prolific or anything. So London's the dude. Cash. Mason? Michael Thomas. Pinocchio says Michael Thomas was good right away. Sorry, I agree with that. I'm going cash as well. Um, honestly, I think I think he's the dude in that offense. Um, you know, for some reason, uh, Kyle Pitts has not developed into that guy uh, that everyone thought he was going to be. And Drake London clearly has stepped in wide receiver role that was left vacant by Calvin Ridley. Um, and obviously he's a rookie, so there's a lot of volatility there. I still wouldn't be surprised if he's not super consistent. Um, but I think ultimately I have to go cash there. Um, especially, yeah, it, consistency might be an issue too, just with Mariota throwing the ball as well. I think there, you're going to have weeks where that offense just isn't going to do anything. And it might not be even Drake London's fault specifically. But I think I think still I'm, I got to go. I got to go cash on it. Cash for Drake London. I think, um, yeah, you guys are right. You drafted him to be the number one wide receiver, although you drafted Kyle Pitts to be a generational talent, and we haven't seen that yet as he hasn't scored on American soil. Um, Drake London is doing the thing. I thought Mariota at quarterback, if you can make an all-star tight end out of Delaney Walker, you can do it with Kyle Pitts. But apparently – Either Kyle Pitts fucked Mariota's wife, he fucked the coach's wife, he ate someone's ass that he shouldn't have eaten. Um, Drake London must be doing all the right things because he's the one reaping the benefits from this. I think it's cash. I think there's not a lot of viable options on Atlanta's passing offense, and I think Atlanta's going to be behind a lot, and they're going to have to throw the ball, and it's going to be Drake London, hopefully with some Kyle Pitts too. Um, let's see. All right. Wide receiver. Carson Wentz's teammate. Curtis Samuel. How many of these names do we have? <laughs> now I'm thinking from Pinocchio's perspective. I didn't even know there was this many guys before Garrett Wilson. There's a lot. People wanted to hear. Uh, Curtis Samuel, through two weeks in 2022, has 15.2 fantasy points on eight receptions and a touchdown week one, 55 yards. Last week, he has 19.4 fantasy points on seven receptions for 78 yards and a touchdown. Sounds consistent, but will it be gas or cash from here on out? The craziest part of this is that he is one of three receivers that have been great. Carson-led offense providing Dotson, McLaurin, and Samuel with very viable weekly startable weeks. I mean, Dotson with 17 and 15, uh, McLaurin with 12 and 10, Samuel 15 and 19. Can all of these men eat week in and week out? Probably not. But Samuel has the target share. He has more targets than the other two guys combined. Well, not combined, but he has the most targets out of them. 
we haven't seen an amazing year from him. He's been in the league for like five years already with the Panthers last year with uh, Washington. Got hurt, obviously, because I drafted him. Um, <laughs> but here it is. He's always been touted as a good receiver. And we're starting to see it now. And because he has the targets out of all of them, I'm going to say cash. Mason? Um, so my thing is, I think I have to remain consistent with what I said earlier about Carson Wentz, and I don't think that he's going to be super consistent. Um, but I think the thing is, is I'm going – I'm going to go cash for Samuel on target share alone. Uh, Obviously, the big discrepancy here, or the big disclaimer I have, rather, is health. Samuel's big issue has been health throughout the league. There have been flashes of him being a good fantasy player, but he's been derailed by a lot of issues uh, health-wise. So I think with that caveat out of the way, if he has 100% clean bill of health for the whole season, I think based on target share, he can he can be consistent. Um, so I like him better. Obviously, like I said, there's a lot of volatility with Dotson. And I don't know, like, I like Terry McLaurin, but I feel like he's a weird fantasy player. I don't because, trust him. Yeah, it's weird because he's so talented, but he still has weeks, even though it's, what, his fourth? This is his fourth season. It's his fourth season, and he still has weeks where he absolutely vanishes. He disappears, and he gets you like 1.5. He hasn't finished greater than wide receiver 20. Yeah, there you go, right there. And I think that – and it's because of his inconsistency. And if Curtis Samuel can be the consistent guy on Washington's offense, then – I'll buy on. I'll buy on that. I'll go cash. He's got. He has to stay healthy. That's the biggest thing. Exactly. Yeah. That. That's the biggest thing for him is his health. I'm gonna say through two weeks, Curtis Samuel is cash. He looks the best. He looks the best. He looks better than Terry. Looks better than Dotson. Looks better than Logan Thomas. Looks better than Antonio Gibson. Doesn't look as good as Carson Wentz, but he looks fucking good. And I think if he stays healthy, why not? Why not find a way to get him the ball? Whether it's a jet sweep, whether it's an out route, whether it's a slant across the middle, whether it's a red zone target. Curtis Samuel, finally showing you why, he's a playmaker. Cash in on him, and don't be surprised when he finishes better than Terry McLaurin. When Terry McLaurin is just, he is what he is. He's a wide receiver too. As much as I love Terry, put it in reverse. Wide receiver two, Terry. He's like Bang, uh, you know, he's almost like a like a Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery kind of guy, where it's just like that's just what he is. Running back two, wide receiver two. You can't change it. Nope. Nope. He vanishes, but you can still get Debo and Mahomes in the trade. See that? You gotta give me some credit. So you know I have a that's book. right. That was you who did that. It's called The Art of a Deal. <laughs> and you, maybe you should read it sometimes because, I mean, it's no John Ross or Tyree Hill. Did you Photoshop your, <laughs> your face on that book? Once I make my first trade, I'll send it to the chat again. Um, but that'll do it for gas or cash. 
So that was fun. If you, uh, yeah, it was it was fun. I think we covered everybody. I'm not forgetting anyone, right? No, until next year when we do it again. Yep, whole another 365 days. I could have sworn there was another guy though. Yeah, Maybe Mason will remember. Maybe Mason will remember, but Mason's not here. All right, let's table. just get it over he's, with. He's wrapping the table in aluminum foil, <laughs> running water Jets, all over Jets the floor. rookie wide receiver Garrett Wilson. Here we go. Rookie on the Jets. Seven points week one, 26 week two. This past week was eight receptions, 102 yards, two touchdowns, on 14 targets, eight targets last week, or I should say week one. Uh, modest week one, eight targets, four receptions, 52 yards. But week two really came in clutch because Panacho sat him. Uh, but <sighs> what's more like it? Is it week one? Is that more like Garrett Wilson or is week two more like Garrett Wilson? How is Car- uh, Zach Wilson going to factor into this? Joe Flacco gave can, can give some good weeks to people like Corey Davis and Garrett Wilson. But what happens when Wilson comes back? It's tough. That's a tough projection, kind of like the whole Hopkins and uh, Rondell Moore thing with with Dorch. It's like there is change on the horizon, and you don't know how it's going to affect him. Plus, we haven't seen anything from him because he's brand new. <sighs> I'm uh, Nacho says sixty six percent snap share and fourteen targets. And he played correct. 50% week one, so the, the snap percentage is rising. But again, had, it could just be a Flacco a, thing. He had a 49% snap share in week one, 61 in week two. So it is rising. I think – I don't think it matters who's that quarterback. I don't think whether it's Joe Flacco or Zach Wilson. Honestly, they might be better with Joe Flacco. Because he gets behind, and then he just has to keep slinging it. I think Flacco's the more accurate passer than Wilson. I still don't think we've seen Wilson's best. Don't know how he'll be coming back off the injury. I like Garrett Wilson. Um, I think I'm going to say cash. (laughs) This is a hard one as well. I'm going to say cash because Jets are going to have to throw. I like him a lot more after week two than I did week one. And even as an Elijah Moore owner, kid's good. I th- I don't know. Like I, I, The problem is going to be the consistency because we know Joe Flacco is going to be top three in passing yards the whole season. You know, it's not going to happen. We know the heartbeat of the offense is going to get his Michael Carter. Brees Hall is going to start to evolve as well. It's going to be closer in games. Let's not forget, you take out that last drive because of an onside kick, half those points don't come back from Don't even fucking remind me. Sorry. Browns had that game won. There's a minute 30 left. I had the defense with seven points. Remember, I lost by six. Minute 30 left. I even heard if Chubb didn't score that touchdown and just went down, they would have uh, just had no timeouts. They could have ran the clock out. In any case, he scored. Why wouldn't you? Minute 30 left. They let the Jets blow by him for a fucking deep bomb to Corey Davis. That saved his day. And then they keep scoring after that. My defense loses seven points, and I lose week two. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. But 
I think it's important to note that these that the Jets have playmakers. What what's going on here? What's going to happen with the Jets? I mean, Brees Hall and Michael Carter, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis. It's almost a commander type of thing where they have solid talent. Corey Davis is good. Elijah Moore is good. Garrett Wilson's good. Can you feed all these guys? Who's going to be the de facto one? So far, it looks like Wilson, but Elijah Moore is good too. This is hard to say, but because I said gas on Chase last year and the opposite <laughs> happened, I got to say cash with Garrett Wilson. Green like the Jets. Give me that cash. Mason? Uh, see, this is this is hard, I think, specifically because of the discrepancy that you're going to face um, when Zach Wilson comes back because – because uh, he could – I mean, obviously, we saw last year he had a connection with Elijah Moore. Um, that was pretty good. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to go cash here because I think if I remember correctly, in training camp, Garrett Wilson also had a connection with Zach Wilson as well. Uh, they have the same so, last name. Yeah. No, but seriously, I'm pretty sure that I heard in camp that they, you know – had like pretty good chemistry, like route running and stuff. They um, each other's ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, consensually. Yep. Not like what Tyreek Hill did to me. Nobody made anybody eat their yeah, ass. They yeah. did it, you know, <laughs> the verbal agreement. Oh, uh, that's it. Gas of cash week two. It was a lot more cashes than I expected. I think we're getting soft. Maybe. I think we just didn't don't want to get exposed like we did last year, Jamar Chase. Yeah, well, you can get exposed the other way around, like right. you guys with Dorch. Well, Dorch is – want to make a bet that Dorch has a better year than Hollywood Brown? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, what is wrong with you? Stop. Stop well, it. What? With the bets? Did we, did we make a bet in our game last week, Susan? No. I'm oh, glad okay. that didn't come up. I already have a, a bet with you. That's all I need is that one bet. Jacobs and Gibby. That's right. Uh, pick skin pick them. Pick skin. All right. Let me uh, a little bit of John up here. We got Tebow1995 in first by three games. And then Awesome Panachos picks number one in second place. 18 wins. He's two games ahead of third, three games I back from one. Stink. God, it's oh. seventh. I'm tied for third. Now I'm going to take the lead this week. Um, no, you're not. All right, week three, Pickston Pickums on Thursday night. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers heading to the Dole Pound to face the Cleveland Browns. Both teams at one and one. Steelers coming off a loss to the Patriots. Browns coming off a heartbreaking loss to the Jets at home. Who wins in Thursday primetime? I'm going to pick the Steelers here because the Jet, the Browns are home, and that dumbass logo is the reason they lost last week, and it's going to be the reason they lose this week. Wait, were you picking the Steelers? Yeah. I'm picking the Browns. I'm going Browns, too. 
Uh oh. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> listen, listen. As bad as I thought that the Browns offense was going to be this year, the Steelers offense has been absolutely fucking abysmal, dude. Like, uh, terrible. That's true. I mean, it's all right. No. It's the biggest piece of dog shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, no, I'm picking the Browns. Moving on to Sunday, we got the Houston Texans for O one and one going to Chicago to face the Bears. I am taking. Oh God, this is. I was looking at the games, dude. It's like picking between two suckbag teams every game this week. Ah, uh, I'm going with the Texans. Because fuck the Bears, Justin <laughs> Fields blows, and Davis Mills can ball. And I think what? it's finally going to work for him this week because Fields can't. And uh, and he's going to get too far behind. I'm going with the Houston Texans because every time I see Brandon Cooks on the screen, I go, that's why he's the GOAT! The GOAT! Wow. You've come a long way on him. <laughs> I think it's just Stockholm syndrome at this point, for being honest. <laughs> I think I think this game's gonna be the biggest piece of dog shit. Uh, but one dog shit's gotta win. And I'm picking the Houston Texans because yeah, Justin Fields and the Bears look awful on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. The, only, the only guy that looked good is David Montgomery. That's right. But Fields did not learn that when he holds the ball, they suck. Mm-hmm. And he decided to run it himself. On fourth down, they were one yard away, and it didn't work. Cock sucker. So, because literally that drive, like, Montgomery was gashing them. Even Herbert, too. And every time Fields dropped back and kept the ball, he was either sacked <laughs> or he ran out of the pocket for, like, no yards. And uh, I loved it. And there was, like, first and 20 or something. They hand it off. Montgomery gets the first down. Fields keeps it. They incompletion, sack. It was bad. He threw like seven times that game or something, or like 11, something really low because uh, they suck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, lo- how wrong were we on, uh, on Darnell Mooney? Yeah. Oh, God. Just ask my dynasty team. <laughs> Oof. Thought he'd be a nice little dynasty stash. Yeah. Consolation. Um, the next game. Oh, gosh. Oh, my uh, God. It's dark days in a black hole. Uh, oh, it's, God. It's getting blacker and blacker. Oh, 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 God. I want to rest to it so bad. And I can't fucking see no more so fucking black. The but Raiders. that's when they excel in the darkness. Because they're the fucking Raiders. Uh, the Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders. Uh, Owen yeah. oh, 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 to the Raiders. Going up against the 0-2 Tennessee Titans. <laughs> the yeah, they're both 0-2. Give uh, me the Raiders. Both teams 0-2. Uh, Give me the Raiders, and uh, hopefully this time they can throw to their best player and get him more than two receptions. Devontae Adams' grandparents are going to be rolling over in their grave <laughs> after what they saw last week. They're yeah, he got a, a touchdown. Lot. 
He got a touchdown, sure, but he got like fucking two for 10 yards, two for 12 yards. That's it. Against the shit bag Cardinals defense. What so happened? I'll tell you what happened. Holland's happened. Who? I know. Oh, this is just Hunter run from. I guess so. Uh, the Raiders. I'm picking them. No. Uh, this I'm picking tough. the Raiders. Also, um, you said Hunter Renfro. If I have to see this dude, Hollins, make the most routine out route catch and then pop the fuck off like he just ended world hunger one more fucking time, I'm going to put my head through my goddamn TV. Moving on. <laughs> so I think he should have been on gas or cash. Oh, I think he should true. kiss my ass. I would have been throwing dollar bills. Oh, no. Uh, give me the ratings. Ratings. Uh, the Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs. <laughs> okay. 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 AFC East clash 2 and 0. The Buffalo Bills go into Miami. Yeah. It's hot down there. Ah, mm, yeah, good point. There. Great point. And I mean, you know, Tua, two and all. Tua one because two they're going to lose. Yeah, give me the Bills. Bills. <laughs> but what if like Diggs might overheat down there since he's already. This is going to be Brendan's fucking wet dream this game right here. Two of the teams that he says he's not a fan of. Yeah, he's still right. a fan you're of the Jaguars, right. but he's still also a fan of the Bills and the and the Dolphins. But he's still also a fan of the Commanders. Imagine if it's just like a three nothing game. Brennan I'm going with the Bills. That would be on on uh, on point with uh, divisional matchups. All right. Who's your Lions? Picked up a big win last week, and now they're one and one. And they go to Minnesota to face Kirk Cousins. And the Vikings were also one and one after a loss on Monday Night Football. This, this is going to be a good fantasy game. I can feel it in my nuts. The Lions. I'm I'm a believer. Give me the Lions. Give them to me. All right. Oh no, Vikings. I mean, oh. What time's the game? Oh. One o'clock? Yep. Yep, Vikings. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm going by that from now on. Great, dude. Kirk, Cousin, be- Kirk Cousins turns into a pumpkin after six. It's going to be. So every game that's not in prime season. But your logic, the Vikings are going to be fucking uh, 14 and three this year. Because they have three primetime games probably. Maybe. This is Maybe. Dalvin Cook's get right game. No. No, this is the game. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the game where Adam Thielen might retire. Justin Jefferson gets frustrated because he's got 200 yards, two touchdowns, and the Lions are still beating him 35 to fucking 21. And Kirk Cousins is like, oh, geez, guys. I don't know what happened. It's 1 o'clock, but oh, I still geez. fucking suck. <laughs> so give me the Lions. I love the Lions. Maybe I love he's... the sun god. You, you know, I gotta, it's the sun god. He plays during the day. He's gonna Maybe Kirk thing. Cousins is, is powered by solar energy. It's one o'clock and I still fucking suck. 
I don't know. I've been guys. going back to the sideline, <laughs> taking his helmet off. I don't know. One o'clock. I'm so terrible. Fuck. That's what Too he is. Funny. I'm done. I'm done. I like this. Done with Kirk Cousins. I don't want to hear anybody say, "Ooh, look at Kirk Cousins. He's so fucking good. He's the man." Oh, it, it doesn't matter. It's not a primetime game. Fuck him. He's always sucked. He sucks now, and he's gonna suck forever. And the Lions are gonna win this fucking game. Oh Go Lions! God, Dan Campbell, fire me up. All right, Lions. Next, Ravens. Because, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Ravens. Ravens. It's the it's the Patriots. No, nope, we don't home. have to elaborate. You know, it's, it's the Patriots' home opener, but. Yeah, well, the only way, what, what is, is Robert Kraft going to summon Tom Brady by go, kneeling in the middle of the Flying Elvis and going, we are all Patriots seven times, and then Tom Brady descends from the heavens and he signs a new contract with the Patriots? Is that, is that what's going to happen? No, they're going to lose. Bill well, Belichick like should be fucking... I don't know. I, I got nothing left. I got nothing left for this fucking team. This sorry-ass excuse. They almost lost to the Steelers. The Steelers stink. Steelers beat the Bengals. Bengals got Super Bowl hangover. I already told you this. Who called this? I mean, the Patriots <laughs> are at home. It's true. But they are just a team where it's like they're just there. Like they just put on uniforms and go out. And then they stink, bro. Whatever happens, happens. I feel like after last week, the Ravens are gonna have to have a file it up and under ass. And uh bro, if they yeah, don't, lose, don't be don't be surprised if Lamar has another 40 point game. If they lose to the Patriots, what? John Harbaugh should, should be fired. Oh. I thought you said yes. some, I thought you were gonna eat someone's ass if they lose. <laughs> yeah, my own. They're on. Susan, who are you picking? Ravens. All right. The Bengals are 0-2, and the Jets are 1-1. There's no way the Bengals lose the third straight game with the Jets. No, no. Bengals are going to steer the ship the right way. They better. Is the get-right game? Super Bowl hangover? The get-right game. Jets. I'm going to fly to Cincinnati. What's the best cure for a hangover? Fucking taking a New York jet, you know? you know what I mean? Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Sounded better. Bengals. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, 2-0. and They look good on Monday night. Or maybe the Vikings are just that fucking bad. Um, they're facing the Commanders. Uh, Carson Wentz revenge game? Possibly? No. Oh. Give me the Philadelphia Desert Eagles. Desert Eagles. Yes. Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. Give me the Eagles. Uh, you... Give me the Eagles. I'll take the Eagles. I don't like it, though. Saints are 1-1. One okay. one. Going to Carolina face the Panthers. Um, is Christian McCaffrey going to score more than 15 points? Um, the Saints are going to win, and McCaffrey will get exactly 15 points. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll pick the Saints. Um, I'm taking the Panthers. 
What? Yeah. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I'm taking the Panthers is what I fucking said. Why? You, you remember, this is 2022 Christian McCaffrey, not 2019. Um, I thought Baker would be good for this offense, but it's not looking that way. Baker? I hardly know. Uh-huh. Oh, come on. The Jacksonville Jaguars are one one going to L.A. to face the Chargers who are coming off a loss against the Chiefs last Thursday. Now they got 10 days to think about it. So I'm sorry, Jacksonville. I know you got Trevor Lawrence and the most motivational quarterback you'd ever want in your whole life, but <laughs> it's it's Herbert, it's Herbert. This is this is Austin Eckler's get right game. Um, I think Eckler's gonna have a thirty burger here. See, you here's better. my thing. Well, we'll talk about them. The Jaguars, I think, are gonna score. The problem is they are not gonna be able to stop the Chargers. Uh yeah, I'm going Chargers. Chargers. But I think it's going to be like a 40 to 28 game or something like that. The LA Rams are now one on one. They're going to Arizona to face the Cardinals, who just picked up a miracle win on their mm-hmm. own home soil. Yeah, I'm fucking no. kidding. I think that game was in uh, Las Vegas. It was in the black hole with the DJ in the end zone. Maybe uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Um, <laughs> Cardinals suck. The Rams are gonna win. Rams, this. fuck the Cardinals. Cardinals. I'm suck. so out on the Cardinals right now. I'm so pissed at them. Fucking Kyle Murray, go play Call of Duty, dickhead. Get your KD up. Give me Kyler. I'll take the Rams. Cause I'm facing Cooper Cup this, this week, so he's due for forty. Yeah, that's what he's I averaging. The Atlanta Falcons are 0-2 going to face the Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith. It's in Seattle. I'm giving this to the – I think the Falcons are going to pull this off. Do you? I do. Because week one was the Seahawks Super Bowl. Yeah. And – They got Super Bowl hangover? (laughs) Maybe that's it. And it's going to go – it's going to last two weeks just like uh, the Bengals did. And this is the second week. Mariota has been – the gears have been grinding in Atlanta, and I think it's finally going to lead to a win this week. I'm taking the Seahawks at home. <laughs> oh, taking the no. Seahawks as well. Here's a question. I don't think, I, don't think Atlanta's Pitts... going to win. What's that? Every week I'm going to ask, is Kyle Pitts going to get his touchdown? On American soil? No. I don't think the Falcons get a win until Pitts scores. Yeah. Oh, here's a question for you. Is Pitts going to score a touchdown before Tyler Algier takes the starting role? Yes. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Unless Pitts, like, retires within five years, it's going to happen. Five years? Wow. <laughs> All, right. All right. Cordero. Just wait until Tyler Algier is my RB1 going into the playoffs. Um, 425. We got the Green Bay Packers going up against the 2 0 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> as bad as the Bucks have played, they are 2 0. I'm the giving Packers this to the Packers. Them? Yeah, I think the Packers are finally going to pull it off because uh, 
One, Brady has not been looking great. And two, the weapons are hurt and non-existent. So that I defense, think Rodgers is going to pull it off. That defense. Who's going to got good D? People talking about the Bills defense. The Bucs have had a better defense. More fantasy points. Give me the yeah, Bucs at home. Solid. I'll tell you what. Bucs at home if Mike Evans plays. If Mike Evans doesn't play, I might change my mind. Mike Evans? He's suspended. Yeah, but he appealed it. I don't oh. have news on it yet because I'm waiting for you to tell it to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mason? Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks because I hate Aaron Rodgers. So that's reason enough. And also, I'm absolutely sucking ass in these Eating ass? Kick-ems. No! No! <laughs> um, it's a long season. You just scolded a dog who took a, <laughs> a treat off the table and you're putting it back. No, no. Fun fact uh, me and Megan were eating dinner the other day and we had like a little bit of a leftover sandwich. Each other's ass. No, oh, come on. Come on. <sighs> All right. Leftover ass. All right, go ahead. Oh. Nothing. My cat just jumped up on and he fucking grabbed the sandwich and he ran away. It was kind of cute, but you ruined it. <laughs> sick fuck. Your cat grabbed it and ran. That's what my, yeah, my cat ate my ass too. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Oh man. <laughs> fuck. All right, one more game left. Two more games left. Oh shit. Um, Sunday Night Football. San Francisco 49ers going out again. Bronco country. Let's fucking suck. Because that's all I've been doing in two weeks. I can't believe it. Dude, I'm so angry. Like, my blood was boiling watching them play football last week. And I felt like I was watching Jason Garrett 2.0 with this fucking Nathaniel Hackett coaching this Broncos team. Oh, my God. I was calling for him to be fired before the fourth quarter when they were losing to the Texans. There's a point where I stood up, yelled at my at Mason's TV downstairs, and said, this is the fucking Texans. What is going on? I don't know. Like, what is happening? And, oh, my God. And that, that would have been a horrible loss uh, with Russell Wilson only getting me 11 and Javante only having nine because they should have had fucking 20 each. Oh, man. But I didn't lose. Thank God. Thanks oh. to Sousa. Yeah. That's what friends are for. Wait, does that make me God? Nope. Um, uh, I'm picking the Broncos on Sunday night because... Picking the fucking 49ers. The Broncos suck dick. 49ers. I'm with Mason on this. Remember at the beginning of the season when I said, imagine if the Broncos actually suck and they do. That's it. That's the tweet. That's all I had to say. Anyway. <laughs> the 49ers with Jimmy G? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and Jeff Wilson. Yep. And Debo. Yeah, you're forgetting about Tyrion Lannister, actually. I'm kidding. He actually has a high ankle sprain. Shit, okay, yeah, so out for four to six weeks. Forgot to say that. Yeah. Uh, but here it is but now. They have someone with my namesake, <laughs> baby. Jordan Mason Boyd. Cook said they serve ass at Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god! I, oh, that's, that's too high quality of a dish to be served there. This is, so I, I went on I went on Twitter uh, this morning, and Russell Wilson did like one of those videos that he does and Tom Brady does. Like after you get a win, he's like, all right, he's like, you know, hard fought win. You know, how about Sutton, Javante Williams doing that? And I was like, Russ, I was like, this isn't the game <laughs> to fucking be posting that. I said, you guys are the floor. You beat the Texans, Russ. And I, I was like, oh. But I think, I'm going to say it, this is the week. This is the week that we're going to be like, Broncos country, let's ride. And if it's not, then I need to find a new team name because it just ain't it. Just ain't it. Fair enough. Monday, Monday Night Football, we got the Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush 1-0 was the start of this year, by the way. Going into the two and zero New York Football Giants in the Midlands on Monday night, dude. The I two and zero. I'm. I can't believe they're two and zero. But you know what's even crazier? I can't believe they're going to be three and zero because I'm taking the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's bad. As the seriously, these I can't believe the Giants are too, you know, because they're fucking bad. And I watched Daniel Jones play quarterback, and I just can't believe my eyes. I gotta go, Cowboys. I am too. Cowboys play better on the road, and if Michael Parsons might have four sacks on Monday night because he's that fucking good, we don't deserve him. And Daniel Jones blows, and that's uh, got a good need. feeling. I got a feeling. Two and one, Cowboys. After this week, how many total points will be scored? Thirty-seven. Mm. Twenty to seventeen. Final I said score. forty-one. Twenty-eight, thirteen, Giants. I'm gonna say twenty-seven to seventeen. How many points is that? Forty-four. Forty-four. Forty-four points. Save it. Lock it. Load it. This is not thing. Whoa! Well, you forgot something. What did I forget? Eliminator challenge, baby. I'm out. I'm still in it. <laughs> Same here. Then you guys talk about it while I go fucking eat my own ass. Uh okay. Um, well, I took the Ravens in week one, and last week I took the Broncos, and they squeaked out a fucking win against Ooh, the Texans. Lucky. <laughs> um I picked the Packers last week. Um, this week, I'm taking the Bengals. I'm going to take the Chargers. I'm out. That's it. <laughs> Season right. takes are brought to you by Dirt Burgers. Mason, are the burgers good? Uh, um. I already alluded to it earlier, but this is one of the takes. This is the week where you are finally glad that you drafted Austin Eckler where you did, and he reels off a 30-burger or more against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's it. And this is going to be the week you're finally pleased with Derrick Henry against the Raiders because Derrick Henry is a focal point still, and the Raiders aren't going to – I don't think they're going to put – the Titans too far behind, and I think Henry's going to feast, and he's going to get thirty to forty. 
I guess we're all we're all going on the same theme here. Because this is the week that you're finally going to appreciate the fact that you drafted Christian McCaffrey. Hopefully not number one <laughs> overall. Uh, he um, he's gonna have he's gonna have a lot of points. I'm just kidding. He's gonna have <laughs> he's, he's gonna, gonna have, have he's gonna have 200 scrimmage yards, two touchdowns. Fuck you, Jameis Winston. I'm sorry. That was that was unnecessary. I didn't need to say that. I have nothing against Jameis Winston. I hope he eats a W. Actually, no, I don't. I took the Panthers. Sorry, man. Get me well, out of um, here. My brain is fried. I yeah, yeah, I I feel like I lost and I have no control of my life. That's how it feels. This is what fantasy football has done to me. Must feel like that for the past ten years. It makes me feel like my ass yeah. was just eaten. I think I think we should post a poll to see which sizzling hot take is the most Stupid. likely to happen. <laughs> no, well, it's definitely yours. What? You you hear what you said? Two hundred screw yards from Christian McCaffrey. Dude's getting fucking ten looks a game right now. Yeah, and he's gonna get eleven. And he's gonna make twenty yards per look. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else for week two? Ah, uh, no, I want to stop talking about it because it brings me sadness. Who you got next week? I don't even. Let's look. Who do I, I got have next week? Mr. That's Oh my God, I got Panacho. Who? Oh, oh good God. And you, you, just pro- you just projected McCaffrey to go off on you. <laughs> you have a chance to make him. I have him. Three. In another week. Yeah, Mason. Don't also, Lamar Jackson's going to fucking take a hot dookie on me. A hot doo-doo beep-beep boo-poo? Yeah. What did you say earlier? Poo-poo boy? All right. All right. That'll do you. Guys, get the fuck out of here. Hey, mate.